Hello, this is Kier Stoves with Flickfair, an on-demand film festival. Please go to flickfair.com, sign up, and start watching our films today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. Once again, I'm Kier, and uh, Jason will be in here in just a second. Uh, there he is. And uh, today we are doing another uh, review for uh, Flickfair, and the film we're going to be interviewing uh, the co-director today is called Shades of uh, Lagos. Uh, basically, uh, uh, Lagos is basically a city in Nigeria, and so the film basically chronicles a series of interviews with different people that are either from Lagos or maybe they, they live there at some point in time. And so they, it's like a series of interviews just to talk about the culture, some of the food, ethnicity, and that sort of thing, the challenges they have living in a city that's uh, really robust. Um, you know, there's a lot of like heavy traffic there, but it's also a very beautiful place to look at as well because there's like beaches and that sort of stuff. So it's kind of a really interesting contrast. Um, uh, with the city because obviously like any other city it has the slums and it has uh some sort of crime and that sort of stuff is like any other city does um, but it also has a beautiful landscape it's a very it looks like vibrant city there was a lot of big like giant buildings and that sort of stuff so it was really it looked very developed in certain parts of it but then other parts of it seems like where there was a little bit more of a, a lower income demographic where um you know they had issues with like you know running water electricity and that kind of stuff so um what was your take about the film, Jason? Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was interesting because I, I will I will admit that I, I didn't know much at all about Lagos before watching that movie, and now I feel like uh, not like I've been there or anything like that, but just like I I, I I I know more about it than I did. That's for sure. You know, I didn't I didn't know anything about it before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I was in the same boat. Um, so I'd, I'd never heard of it, to be honest with you. And so that's kind of what interested me in the documentary initially is I didn't know anything about Lagos. I didn't even know where it was. So I didn't know anywhere on the map it was until they actually said it was a city in Nigeria. I had no clue. So it was uh, very educational for me as well, just to learn a little bit about the the city and the and the culture and that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, what I really like about, um, you know, films and, and, and docs like these ones that portray uh, you know, cities, um, you know, within like Africa is because there's always like misconceptions and like different types of stereotypes and things of that nature, um, you know, about what it is. They always show, you know, the people living in huts and, and, and you know, and, and having to travel 30 miles to like go get water every day and things of that nature. And so it's always interesting to me to see like, you know, how vibrant these cities are that they have, you know, because Africa is such a huge continent. Um, but they always on the television, they always show just kind of like the, you know, the, the you know, the, 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 the emaciated looking people or people that don't have a lot of money or people that are struggling. And so I always find it kind of refreshing to see a, a documentary that, you know, just shows Africa in a different light because I've never been to Africa. So I've never actually got to experience that culture and that heritage myself. Um, so I just I just like the it, it, it chronicled that and showed that as well. So, yeah, like one of the one of the interview subjects said even like you know people go there and they they think they're going to see elephants or something but uh it's not like that you know everywhere no no, no definitely not um yeah you know it's it, it, it's very interesting in that aspect that like i said that you know there's there's giant buildings or huge cities there's you know all kinds of different modes of transportation with buses and cars and motorcycles and things of that nature but it's just like one of those things that they don't they don't show and they don't chronicle very very often so um so i i thought it was refreshing and i and i like to see the, these types of documentaries 
um, where they show and they highlight the, these sorts of things. Um, we will be interviewing the director. Looks like she might have just cut out here for a second, so I'm kind of waiting for her to come back in, um, and then we'll bring her in and we can kind of talk with her and kind of uh, you know get some get some information about some of her inspiration about the documentary as well. Um, well, um, obviously, uh, while we are uh, waiting for her, um, you know, just um, in terms of the, it wasn't a very long running time. I think it was only about 30 minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer than that. How long was it? I can't remember. Mm, like 30 minutes, 30, 30, 30, 30 to 35 minutes, I think 37, something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I really, what I really enjoyed about it was that it, it, um, you know, within 30 minutes, you know, there's a lot of interviews. So there was a lot of different people that they spoke about, that they were able to talk to, and you really kind of got a, a real sense of exactly what, um, you know, what the what the culture was about, about that city. Um, you know, the only thing that I probably maybe wanted to see a little bit more of is, is they did a lot of interviews. Um, so it would have been really, really nice to also see uh, maybe a Well, cool. Uh, well, I say without further ado, we just go ahead and uh, bring in the director, and her name is uh, uh, Doyen Sola. Um, so I'm going to bring her in real quick. So we'll go ahead and uh, bring her in. It may take a second or two to bring her in. And then we can... There she is! Hey! Hi, guys! <laughs> Finally! <Hey>. Yeah. <laughs> We're so hard getting here. It's all right. I know with the, there's always some technical issues and, and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah. but yeah, so we were like I said. I know you didn't catch some of the the interview portion of it, but we were just kind of just going over kind of the the style of the documentary and the interviews and that sort of stuff. And um, so I, I did have a couple quick questions for you, just in regards to the the film itself. So are are you from uh, Lagos directly then, or yes, I am. I'm from Lagos. Yes. Lagos. Okay, perfect. Okay. And uh, did you, you grew up there and then you moved to, you're in Canada now, right? Correct. I was born and brought up in Lagos and then I moved to Canada for film school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been living in Canada? Uh, it's been, it feels like it's been forever, but I've just been here for three years, actually. Well, three years, that's yeah. enough time to acclimate to the city. That's yeah, the that's, that's so true. You can call me like a Canadian at this point. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, obviously you're, uh, you were from, you're from Nigeria. So I guess I get going into kind of the inspiration for wanting to make this film. So what was the, uh, what was your inspiration? To be honest, the inspiration from this film actually started from film school. So I remember the first day of class, they typically ask, what's your name, where are you from? And anyone that grew up in Lagos is very proud of the fact that people know the city, especially like you might not know countries in Africa, you might not know places in Nigeria, but you're going to go, you're going to know Lagos. So when I introduced myself, I said it, I said it with so much pride that I'm from Lagos. And then someone was like, oh, where is Lagos? And I was like, I kind of took offense at first. And then, it realized, then I realized that, okay, I'm in a different country. So it's fine for people not to know Lagos. And then I would just say that was kind of what just drew me to the attention of the fact that I might come from a city that is well known to my people, but not necessarily the rest of the world. So that's kind of what like made me want to make a documentary about Lagos more or less. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I did remember, I think the doc said it was like one of the, or maybe I looked online, it was like one of the, the fourth largest cities in, in that region. So it's, it's a, it yeah. is a very, very big city, but honestly, to be honest, I had never heard of it. And I, I don't think Jason had either. So it was, uh, like I said, it was, really it was really informative for us as well. And, uh, you oh, know, I'm but, so glad. Yeah. I'm yeah. So glad you know, I mean, I'm always interested and fascinated with different cultures and ways of life and that sort of thing. So, and like I said, um, you know, previously when we were talking about the film, you know, for us, you know, uh, you know, here in the States, you know, our depiction of, of most of Africa comes from films and, 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 and biographies in terms of, but it always shows it kind of in a either, uh, either very uh, poverty stricken or either uh, like a, like a war torn places. Yes. You know what I mean? so yes. and that's pretty much the de depiction that we get a lot of times here in the States. So it was interesting to see like the beautiful beaches and landscape and yes. that stuff. So, yeah. um, and those were one of the things that also inspired me. I wanted to make a documentary about Lagos that wasn't like the remaining ones. Like I did a few researches just to see what was out there and to see like the information that's being consumed. And I knew for sure I wanted to portray Lagos just like the way I saw it or just like the way I grew up um, looking at Lagos. Like I wouldn't say I am from like the richest of backgrounds, but we're quite comfortable. And I remember like growing up in Lagos, I had like a lot of things that are also here in the Western world. And I wanted to just show like the different um, ways that you can grow up in Lagos, either from like a very affluent background, a middle class background or a low class background, because no matter your class structure, more or less, everyone still has like a very similar story about their growing up. I'm sure in the United States, like someone that comes from like, the Rockefellers, for example, and like someone that is in the south side of Chicago can still relate to one or two things that oh, yeah. they can just that makes them American in the in the essence of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just like any other city that, that that I've seen, you know, in terms of you, you like you said, based on class structure and that sort of stuff. And that's even here prevalent, whatever. We're in Sacramento, California, and, yeah. you know, we, we have our affluent areas. We have our areas that are regarded to be a little bit more crime and that sort of stuff, heavy and, and that sort of thing. So there's always that contrast in every city. Um, but it was good yeah. that the documentary was able to kind of show the, uh, like I said, the, the beautiful landscape and then the the, the city portion and, and then also did uh, chronicle some of the, 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 the more not as influent, uh, maybe the slums, if you will, or whatever case may be. So it was all kind of represented in the film. Yes, yes, that's so correct, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Jason, I'm, I know you always have a lot of questions <laughs> oh yeah i was curious how did you find the uh interview subjects oh yes yeah. so um i went on the emailing streak because i was in canada when i started the development process of the documentary and i wanted certain things to show in the documentary i wanted to show someone that was somewhat of a celebrity status. I wanted like your everyday person that I watching the documentary could relate to. And I wanted people that just basically had the hustle spirit and had the hustle story. Cause Lagos is that one place that in Nigeria is believed that if you're in search of a better life, you come to Lagos, you go find the greener pasture in Lagos. Right now it's like, okay, you can come abroad. But for some people that could not really afford to go abroad, Lagos was the next best thing to go to and go find like the greener pasture. So I, I wanted, um, I wanted, I created like a character Bible that I wanted some, like some of the characters to kind of embody. And then I started the emailing journey. I started emailing a bunch of people, but the issue with me emailing them was because of 
it was over the internet a few people were quite skeptical about um agreeing to come on board because they were not really sure if it was like a real thing or if it was a scam or any of those things but what majorly made me find my character was the character bible i built i knew i wanted someone with a hustle spirit someone that came to search for a better life in lagos just like a rich kid more or less so i created those particular characters and how i wanted them to look like and then i went to search with um, the help of social media my own knowledge and also referrals from like other friends in the nigerian industry that could help me like find characters mm -hmm. okay yeah because uh you, know, you could kind of see that um from the different uh backgrounds that were in the in the interview there's like one guy he was he looked like in a recording studio or something of that nature yeah. he called it's like high-end expensive recording equipment behind equipment. him and, yeah, yeah so yeah. you can tell that this guy probably <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So this guy probably had a little bit more, more in the music industry or something of that nature. You could yeah. tell probably a little bit more fluent, and so it was good that you kind of get that contrast because I, I got to imagine, like any other city, people grew up in different uh, perspectives. You know, you ask somebody, you know, that grew up maybe poor, they're going to have a different perspective of the city versus somebody that maybe grew up middle class, and then somebody that grew up maybe more upper class. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, every they everybody gets stuck in the traffic though, no matter where they're from. So. No matter what you're, you're going with, you, the only way you cannot get stuck in traffic in Lagos is if you're going with a private jet or a helicopter. But right. either way, you're in a vehicle that has to be stuck in traffic. Right. De definitely. Uh, what What were some of the challenges that you that you faced other than getting the people uh, to make the to make the documentary? Um, a few of the challenges I actually faced while shooting was the electricity problem. So if you remember the documentary, there was a part where we shot in a studio where I wanted the backdrop. So those were the things we shot first before going on to go get the B-roll. So um, I remember when we rented out the studio, I made a budget for a generator, which is like a backup power when the electricity goes out. And I remember mm. like I spent my entire budget on the electricity just the first day and I freaked out because I was like, that was the entire money we used to get, we're supposed to use to get diesel for the generator. And we spent it on just the first day because there was no electricity. So the electricity was a major problem. And then another problem was getting B-rolls. So when you film in some parts of Lagos, especially there, um, there's a problem of touts. So they're like, um, I don't know how to describe it, but basically they just roam around the streets and technically they own the streets. So I couldn't just bring out a camera and be like, I want to film this. I had like mm -hmm. a, hu a huge issue trying to film a certain bureau in a marketplace because they all came all around. And because we're just a bunch of like young kids trying to like film and then we had to like try to pay them and then we paid one person then a different group came so it was just the irregularity of the filming in nigeria that was my major problem and um aside that the traffic also was a huge deal we had to like go from location to location so a 12-hour day shoot wasn't necessarily a 12-hour day shoot because we could spend like four hours in traffic leaving like about eight hours left for us to actually film so those were like some of the problems that i encountered while filming okay what what is the what what is the cause of the traffic is it just not enough lanes or is it an accident or too many i think it's i think it's the population i think it's yeah. the population one and i think the bad roads so um because half of the time 
the the major and the most annoying thing in Lagos is you get to the front of the traffic and you absolutely see nothing. Like all mm. the cars are going like we're all not just in a gridlock a few hours ago. You just get there and there's absolutely no problem. So from my yeah. own experience, I'm guessing it's like the bad road and then just like people don't drive in a very orderly fashion. No one respects the traffic lights. Everyone just goes. So everyone just drives on their own pace. So I'm guessing that's one of the major reasons. But to be honest, I think we need to have like a proper research to find out like what causes What's the going traffic. On. Yeah. That should be a documentary on its own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's overpopulated, that, that could explain a lot. Because even like, like like Los Angeles, you know, a lot of times there's not an accident or anything like that. But when you're driving through, it's just bumper to bumper for hours for no reason, yeah. you know. Yeah, and you just yeah. don't know why, but it's just, you know, when you've got millions of people on the road, you know, it, it's kind of hard to, to navigate that. Everybody trying to get to the same place at the same time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. Um, so you had a film crew with you then? Is, is that correct? Or? Yeah. So I was the only one that came from Canada. I had to um, outsource to get film crew back in Nigeria because it was just cheaper for me to work with people that were back in Nigeria. They knew better because I'd been out of the country for about two years. So I didn't really know how the film industry worked anymore in that country. And then it also made me learn a lot of things by working with people from the country because they knew how to navigate, for example, the electricity problem and the traffic and also speaking to like the um, touts that we encountered. So I majorly knew I wanted to get the crew from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any other questions, Jason? Oh, um, I, I was just I was just gonna say I I really appreciate this because um, you know like here mentioned like I had heard of Lagos but I couldn't have pointed to it on a map but now I feel yeah. like I can. and I oh, know about the traffic. And yeah. I mean, mainland versus the island. Yeah, and yeah. The, uh, I want to try some of that food. Too. Oh, you should. Try. You should yeah. absolutely. And I, I, I heard earlier when you um referenced the lack of the bureau for the food. That was another stressful thing because oh. getting the food in Nigeria, getting to getting a way to picture the food in Nigeria, is quite stressful. It's like mm. a long process, and then getting the final product. So it was just a lot of irregularity in trying to get the b-roll that i just like decided to go with a style a stylish a stylish way of talking about the food which Got was it. like the boom 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 effect where everyone was like this was my favorite this was my favorite but i'm so happy that you feel like you know Lagos because my editor actually is from dubai and by the end of the film he was already in, in Lagos and he was already in Nigerian. He was, he was able to understand like what it means to be a Nigerian. So I'm glad that by watching the film, you kind of get your Lagosian card oh, yeah. just by oh, watching yeah. the film. Yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. In a in a thirty, you know, thirty some odd minute documentary, we able to I think we got a really good understanding of, like you said, the you know, mainland versus the island, the different yeah. cultures, the different classes they have there, the problems with the electricity and that sort of thing. And so you know, you know, we were able to get a lot of insight into you know what the culture was about you know obviously yeah. um you know nothing's going to give you uh the full experience other than actually going and being there but you know we were able to get a really good understanding of, of what it was all about so no it's yeah. great, great filmmaking for sure so oh, thank um, you so much <laughs> yeah yeah and i know you so you said you're you're in film school so was this your first project that you've done or so had you done other projects my... or um, it was my first film after film school. So I knew after film school, I wanted to have some so, something to show like, okay, I went to film school. I'm now a filmmaker. This is what I have to do. This is what I have done rather. So it was basically what I did right off the back 
finishing from film school. But ever since then, I've been able to work on some other projects and worked with people in the industry and also like just learned more things based on like what I did and what I've been doing since then. Perfect. Um, oh, great. Well, what um, I guess are you are you now that you so you're out of film school now, you've already graduated from film school. Yes. Yes. So yeah. whatever projects are you looking to work on in the future then? Um, in the future, I'm kind of seeing if there's a hope of telling more African stories because I am of the belief that I can only tell stories I know. And I mm -hmm. kind of feel there's like a huge gap in telling African stories. So I'm going to look into telling Afrofusion stories. So I can no longer say like I'm, I'm an African because I'm not just that. I'm an African in Canada. So I should be able to tell a different type of story from a Canadian or from an African. So I am basically just looking for a way to make the best of both worlds and just mm -hmm. telling stories that not only Africans can relate to or Canadians or Americans can relate to, but the entire world. I feel mm -hmm. like there's still some sort of connection in the world, regardless of our background. We are all still connected in one way. So I'm looking at telling stories that, seem, that are like that. Absolutely. No, I, I think that's great. I think that's fascinating. Um, definitely. Was there anything else you wanted to add, Jason? Oh, I just I want to try some. I think it's Amala. Amala, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. Everybody, yeah, everybody. And it's a like trend on TikTok now. Yeah, it's a trend on TikTok now. Oh, really? It's a trend, yeah, to try like fufu and egusi soup. A lot of people have been trying it for some reason on TikTok, and it suddenly just became a trend. Trying oh, wow. Nigerian food. So you should actually yeah. absolutely look around. Like Google Maps could refer you to some Nigerian restaurants and you could just maybe yeah. find something that you'd like in the menu. Yeah, absolutely. There, yeah. There's a few even here in Sacramento. You know, Sacramento is a really diverse city. So we have a lot city. of, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, Nigerian food, Ethiopian food. There's a lot of different cultural foods that are uh, in the area as well. So oh, I great, great. Yeah, definitely be interesting to, to do a little research and try some of the different cuisines. That'd be awesome. So yeah, yeah. that's so great. <laughs> Cool. Well, was there anything that you wanted to add? Um, I absolutely just wanted to thank you for bringing me on this platform. And you guys were such an amazing host. I can't wait to hear the podcast and listen to some other people's stories. And I'm so glad you loved the documentary and you learned something from the documentary, especially learning something from Lagos. It's like a huge deal. So thank you guys. Oh, absolutely. Not a problem. We thank you for uh, joining us today for the interview. And like I said, it was a, definitely a, a very uh, interesting film. So like I said, if, you, if you're watching this and you get a chance, definitely go to uh, flickfair.com. Make sure you check out Shades of Lagos. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really fascinating film. And it gives you a really good insight into what the culture and what the city is all about. So yeah. Well, and do you mind if I take a screenshot for my um, social media? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Okay. So I'm just going to pull down the chart. All right. One, two, three. All right. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we'll hang out for. Yeah, we hope you feel better. Um, hang out for just a minute. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Um, uh, but hang out for just a minute. Right. So I'll bring you back down. But uh, but just hang with us for just a minute. But we we definitely thank right. you for uh for joining us, and uh, we definitely look forward to uh some some uh, future projects from you in the future. And as always, you know, whenever you do the next film, be sure to go ahead and email us or send it our way. Uh, post it up on Flickflare, and we'll definitely uh you know take a look at that one as well. Maybe we'll have you back on the show again. All right. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Uh, not a problem. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining All us. Right. All right. 
Well, that's great. Well, uh, as always, if uh, you know, if you like the channel, we always ask that you like and subscribe to uh, Sacktown Movie Buffs. Um, as always, make sure you go ahead and visit uh, Flickfair and uh, check out their films. They've got a lot of great films on their streaming platform, uh, so you definitely want to check those out. Um, there's other films. Um, obviously, this was a, a good documentary. We've seen a few other great films on there as well. Um, we thank you guys all for watching. Uh, we hope that you uh, join us again soon, and we'll be back with another show for you guys again real soon as well. Thank you for watching. Hope you have a great day. Bye. We thank you so much for watching our podcast. Be sure to visit flickfair.com and also be sure to sign up and start watching hundreds of streaming titles today. Have a great day.